recent Facebook post by Carl Crow, the Fianna Fáil TD from Milik, posted about the issue of dumping in the locality. One of the pictures accompanying Deputy Crow's post was of a stream filled with ripped open black bin liners with all sorts of rubbish floating in the water. Now, it wasn't a pretty sight and uh, it would appear uh, from the post to be an ongoing issue in Milik. And we're going to find out more uh, from Cahill on that in just a moment. But we want to hear from you if you live in Milik or elsewhere in the county. Uh, let us know if illegal dumping is blighting your locality. If there's a problem with illegal dumping, tell us about it. 086-1800-964 is the text and WhatsApp number. Or give us a call uh, to uh, fill us in on the details. 0818-400-964. But we're joined on the line now by the Mealy Fianna Fáil TD, Cahill Crow. Cahill, good morning to you. Good morning, Alan. Happy New Year to all the team there in care of him. Uh, same to yourself, and thanks for being with us. Um, we saw the post, and uh, the picture particularly of the, the stream was uh, not a pretty sight, to say the least. Uh, is this uh, an ongoing issue? Yeah, that, that's a beautiful mountain stream. It starts up a Buckock Hill near the, the radar station for Shannon Airport, way up the top of the mountain. And a lot of people would actually pass the stream quite regularly because as you head from Clare into Limerick and go through Limerick Tunnel, that lovely tributary river you see, that is actually the, the stream in its more mature phase entering the River Shannon. So it's an important uh, tributary of the Shannon, but the, the photo I took is of it way up in the hills um, where, it's, where it's just starting off. It ca- cascades over some beautiful rocks. It's stunning up there. It's really beautiful. It's really natural, really unspoiled. This bridge is really high up. It was built in the 1830s. And uh, this would have been the main route. Um, this, this road and bridge would have been the main route up along the west of Ireland before we had uh, a good road and dual carriageway and motorway system. Unfortunately, uh, the bridge is very high up and very often people dump rubbish from the top of it, knowing that it's nearly impossible to go down into that valley and retrieve the rubbish. But we do. Uh, I live, I, I grew up in that locality, I should say. And the neighbours and I will go down in the coming days and retrieve that rubbish and try to help the council out, as we've done many times over you'd always be hoping you'd get an address, but it's really intentional the way it's thrown the height of this bridge way down into the valley. Just a couple of weeks ago, um, I retrieved the bumper of a car which was thrown down there as well. The bumper of a car? So someone would have had to make a real effort to bring that up there. Yeah, the the, the dumping is, it's it's awful to begin with, but then it's, it's very intentional throwing it from this height and it makes the job doubly difficult then to retrieve the items get rid of them. Um, it's bad enough to dump, but at least if you're going to be an idiot and dump rubbish, at least leave it somewhere where it can be retrieved. But this is quite the opposite. It's it's made impossible. Now, we all suspected locally this was going to happen because there is a trend. Well, it happens every few weeks anyway, but certainly in the days that follow Christmas and the New Year, um, we see it every single year. Someone does a clean-out of the house post-Christmas and everything gets torn out, usually old toys, um, some household items, uh, but also some rubbish. And I would be confident that we would, like other years, maybe be able to get an address down there and, and secure prosecution. I don't always know if the, if it's the individual that's responsible. I have a suspicion, and it has been borne out in the past, that sometimes householders in South Clare or maybe in the Limerick City area pay somebody uh, money, believing that they're going to um, correctly and legally dispose of the rubbish given 20 or 30 euro only to find out that the rubbish hasn't been taken to a, a correct licensed uh, site that it's actually just thrown out on the roadside and that someone pockets the money. So I think that has happened in the past 
perhaps it happens again on this occasion okay. uh, but who's, who's to know just now oh, well, Regardless, somebody is at fault here, uh, from what you're saying this is a particular issue kind of post-Christmas, New Year period but that it does happen quite regularly from what you're saying Carl it sounds like there, so far there have been efforts to see if there's any sort of a clue in the rubbish that has been discarded as to the identity of a person or persons but there have no there's been no like old letters with addresses or any sort of indication as to who who might be connected to this yeah, lo- locals in this area are very um, observant and we're, we are organised on a, a number of WhatsApp groups. Uh, I farmed the land immediately adjacent to this as well, so I have concerns about cattle ingesting uh, this kind of rubbish. Thankfully, they're all housed in sheds at this time of year, but um, yeah, I mean, cattle do go into streams, they do drink, and the stuff being thrown in there is absolutely vile, toxic. Um, just yet, we haven't gone down to, to see what addresses are there, but look, there will be a community effort. Um, I... I'm a bit laid up at the moment. I had an appendix removed there last week, so I'm kind of, I'm I'm doing very limited movements, but I, I myself hope when I'm feeling better to go down myself and have a look. Uh, we have been well supported by the council and the guards, actually, which the involvement of the guards in this occasion was very welcome because uh, it, it is a criminal act. You know, it's it's an abuse of the environment and it's a breach of the Litter Pollution Act of two, the year 2000, but it's also an act of criminality to um, to do this and to to, invert, to destroy a beautiful scenic area of the environment and, mm. and breach litter pollution laws. And you mentioned, I mean, and I hope uh, this is at the extreme end of what's been discarded, uh, an old bumper from a car, but also that you'd be worried about cattle drinking water from from that source. So, what what kind is a general household waste that is in there? Are there any other unusual or concerning items being being dumped in that area? In the past, we'd have had um, we'd have seen people dumping animal carcasses. Um, one of the more upsetting things would have been um, it's not nice to describe in there, but a bag of a, a, a coal sack, if you like, of of young puppies. Um, obviously someone didn't want them I thought that belonged to a different era the dark old days where people didn't understand animal welfare but that was dumped at this location there a couple of years ago um, sharp items dangerous items dirty nappies household items but then there's also I, I've seen over the over the years um, some very distinctive items which have led to the prosecutions um, so there was at one point there was I think it was a 14 or 15 maps that were dumped there at one point and I think the council at that on that occasion were able to identify that this um, related to somebody, a private individual who was providing accommodation for students. So sometimes that can be joined. It's not always the individual's fault either, I must add, and I've already kind of stated that, but it's a part mm. that's restated. I think people uh, tuned in here this morning um, need to be aware if they are paying someone to take away their rubbish, make sure it's someone who's licensed, make sure you get a receipt from them as well. They can even WhatsApp or take a photo later that evening to show you the receipt, the time of drop-off at a licensed facility. But don't just assume that for a 20 euro fee that this person's going to drive out the door and bring it to the right place because all of your personal effects could actually be under examination. And may I add that if a prosecution is secured, the council will go after the named person the named person then uh, if they don't want to take that fine that penalty that uh, conviction uh, they then have to go and name the person who who brought away the rubbish from them so that always isn't an easy thing to do either so look I think people just need to be vigilant in the first instance as to who they're paying and where the rubbish is going to 
Yeah, definitely. And the other picture that accompanied your post call was of uh, a waste enforcement checkpoint being manned by Gardaí and the council's environment department. I mean, great to see, particularly with this kind of carry on happening. Was that in the aftermath of this particular latest incident or are those checkpoints conducted at reasonably regular intervals throughout the year? Yeah, there, there are a number of checkpoints conducted throughout the year, but this one involved the guards as well, which was fantastic to see. So the location of that photo is Brennan's Cross and Mealick, which is really the, the crossroads of South East Clare. If you're going to Mealick, Cratlow, Partine, um, over the hill to Six Mile Bridge uh, and further in the road towards um, Myras and, and uh, Tolman Park, this would be a kind of a main thoroughfare. So they've been stopping vehicles there during the week, um, particularly people with vans and trailers asking them where they're going. Um, unfortunately, Alan, the, 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 there's a murky side to all of this. This isn't just bags of rubbish thrown into ditches as well. There have been occasions in the past, I know of many instances, where um, locals have either come on the scene of the dumping or they've come out of their house taken a photo or they've been able to identify the, the person who's dumping off the material. And uh, I, I know on one occasion, as someone was filming with their phone, uh, the, the perpetrator actually put on their camera phone and said, get into your house or you'll regret this. So there's a kind of a menacing angle to this as well. And I think that is why the involvement of the guards has been very welcome here. There's probably multi-layers to this. I'm sure there are uh, people out there who don't give an absolute toss about the environment and just after Christmas decide, you know what, we'll throw rubbish out the window of the car to hell with it. There's probably other people who've innocently paid someone 20 euro and only to find that their rubbish is actually now left down in the stream, not in a, a licensed legal facility. But then there is that other third and murkier layer where um, there's tugs, basically. There's no other way to describe them. Um, operating this as some kind of a business and by God, if you confront them, you'll regret this kind of thing. And um, dare I say that, that the disposal of illegal rubbish could be the least of their crimes. Yeah, yeah, a very, very worrying, worrying situation. Uh, what's your overriding message for people on this so-called uh, be Obviously, to people who who may be doing this themselves, don't do it and be careful. You've already said in terms of paying, checking the credentials or bona fides of somebody who's dumping rubbish on your behalf. Um, but what other message would you like to convey to people this morning? Yeah, look, I suppose, I suppose. I suppose a few messages. I, I think I think there was a time way back in Ireland many decades ago where people believed, you know what, if you're finished with something, you can throw it out and your nature will rot us away. And that day is well and truly over. And I think people going through our school system realise that, you know, it's, it's, it's very bad for the environment and we all have a greater role to play. So I think that message is certainly hitting home. I think there's a, a bigger thing that needs discussion here at some point, though, Alan, um, but there was a time when we had a kind of a council-operated bin service throughout the country um, that has largely been privatised, and it's worked fairly successfully. But there is no legal compulsion on anyone to have a contract, a contract, I should say, with a wheelie bin service. That simply isn't a, a reality in Ireland. You are, however, required, if Clare County Council knock on your door, you may be required to furnish some proof. It could be a receipt, it could be whatever, to show that you have a property disposed of rubbish. I think it may be time to have a compulsory bin collection service for every household in Ireland. But we would need to subvent it, like we did back in the 80s and 90s. There are a lot of elderly people who wouldn't have bin services at the moment. They've other ways, maybe the son or daughter looks after the rubbish. But I think there should be free bin services for people and low-income pensioners. Um, but I do think overall we need to, in the year 2024, we need to have a nationwide system whereby rubbish is collected. It's collected one day a week. It's brought, it's 
properly disposed of. Um, you'll always have idiots who'll do whatever they want and flaunt the law, but look, we'll tackle them, but at least if we could reduce the problem. Um, but litter spots like we have here, um, like like the graffiti wall, we simply won't allow it to remain. We will remove this rubbish. We'll get support from the council, as we always do. And hopefully, on this occasion, we'll also secure prosecution. Hopefully and so. I, Alan, I'd love to see, sorry, just one final thing. I would love to see um, the convictions named and shamed. When I began my career in Clare County Council, every single council meeting, I'm sure Clare FMB attended enough of them yourselves reporting, but you get the council agenda book. At the very back of the book, there was four or five pink pages. And I always saw people, the media, the councillors, the public, flicking to those pages because back in the early noughties, um, people who were convicted for litter offences were named and shamed on those back pages of the book. Um, and it was fascinating. And you'd be scouring to see, did you know someone? Was there someone off the road? Was a neighbour there? Um, that has all ended, not just in Clare, nationwide in recent years, since the advent of GDPR. I believe, and I've looked into this, I believe legally, you know, if a prosecution secured, it's no different to how Clare FM or other media outlets would report on the proceedings of a court case. So I believe we should go back to the era of naming and shaming that's one of the greatest deterrents of all if you see a neighbour's uh, address and their name there in bold print reported by local media that this person uh, was fined 1200 euro in early January for dumping in Milik or wherever in the county it might be Yeah you'd imagine that would be a significant deterrent we do have to leave it there with Carl thank you for filling us in on that and uh, continued recovery to you there and thank you for being with us Thank this you morning. Alan I'll be back in action next week <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much Carl